Any good way we're going to what? Oh, my God. Like, this is going to be a cathartic episode. Cathartic. For both us and our listeners, but mostly us. We're like, oh, we've had all these pent up jokes, and we couldn't tell you them because of this, so let's lay out this whole thing at the top, and then just... Yes, I can think of no No, smarter... Devolve. No, except we're not going to do that second part. That's the whole point. Oh, we're not going to That's what I want to drive home on this very special episode of the Song Topsy Report, where we dissect bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy music to figure out how it died. I'm your host, Nick Brigadier. I am Mike Russell. And I am John Smith. New new co-host to the Song Tops here report. Wow, I wonder why Steve couldn't make it. Was he worried about Steve's not here today? This is John Horatio Smith. (laughs) Yes, to all of our listeners, Steve is not here. He can't be implicated in whatever we talk about today. Uh, On this very special B sides episode. Uh, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, oh listen, my God. listen to another episode <laughs> first. Something else to do. Uh, Click away now. <laughs> and if you have listened before, guys, thank you so much for joining us. And Goodbye. actually, welcome no, back. Welcome if back. you have stick listened around. before, no, seriously, if you have listened before, this is an episode you are going to want to stick around for because uh, it will let, never let, happen again. <laughs> well, hopefully, it won't have to. But let's lay let's lay the groundwork a little bit as to what inspired. Uh, this week's episode. So, recently we got a suggestion for a song to do uh, by listener Elijah Cook. So, shout out to Elijah. Elijah! And Elijah had a fantastic suggestion. He had a suggestion for a... a, I was going to say a band, but they're an electronic duo that I loathe. That is one of the worst groups I've ever heard. And I've just been (laughs) waiting, waiting for the right opportunity to just rip them apart. Are they racist Daft Punk? They are not, well, <laughs> that's actually their name. Okay. Racist. <laughs> no, they are, they Shit. are. I, I was about to do a bit and I stopped myself immediately from doing Good. the bit. Uh, they are a group called Blood on the Dance Floor. Now, Blood on the Dance Floor, I don't even and know how. Shot to... is bleeding on the dance floor, right? Is it something like that? Maybe? Not quite. Oh, okay. <laughs> that sounded much better. Um, I don't even know how to describe this group. They're just like. First off, right at home in the Vans Warped Tour to give you... Oh, God, you know, wow. <laughs> yeah, here, here's an image. Here's here's one half of um, oh. blood, on the, blood on the Dance Floor. Now, what's either the... Either that or we are looking at a screenshot from a Fortnite gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> he would be a character at a Fortnite, yeah. But now here's the thing. So I was at first thrilled when Elijah sent this email. I'm like, yes, perfect, Elijah. I hate this band. It's nice to the listeners also are aware that they are a terrible group. Let's dissect them. Now, I had heard some stories of some issues that this band had had, possibly with underage girls. But they were kind of like the swirling rumor kind. And I thought, great, I'll just feel even better about making fun of these terrible people. But, and this was actually was fairly recent, uh... I'm referencing an article uh, from uh, just last month, actually, uh, from the Huffington Post, uh, which is titled, Scene singer Davey Vanity of uh, Blood on the Dance Floor is a rapist who preys on minors, a dozen women, women say. Um, and it went on for- Are you sure that was on Huffington Post? That doesn't sound like an article from the <laughs> Huffington Post. Oh, God. Should we first tell people what this episode's going to be oh, about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Nick. <laughs> Why don't we explain? I thought you were you were the story was leading into that. <laughs> well, this is well th- this this is the example. So, great material for our podcast that as soon as you realize that uh, to, to actually give you the full numbers, I think it was uh 30 women who have come 20 or 30 women who have come forward. Oh. Uh 14 of whom were underage at the time, basically all saying that the vocalist of this group sexually assaulted them. Now, tainted. Tainted, Nick. This that that's that's essentially what it is, and I'm, I'm talking about the 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 uh, source material, not the young. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, we all thought that's what you meant, Mike. You don't, I don't have, know why did you explain it? Have better faith in our listeners that we wouldn't think. I just uh, I didn't want people. You to want to cover your bases? Uh, I get that. Uh, that's what this episode is all about. Covering folks. bases, folks. But no. So the inspiration for this episode came when we realized, with this information on this group. 
we can't really do a fun episode on it. Like we, the whole point of the Songtopsy Report is to entertain. And when all that you will be thinking about is the fact that there are actual victims currently involved in this, there's really nothing fun that and funny that can be extracted from it. There's there. You're you're right. It's tainted. The, like we can't be like, oh wow, they're bad. Also, there's real victims who are suffering, and we don't want this to be a podcast where we just get high on our own self righteous outrage. There's cable news for that. If you want to hear self righteous talking heads blather on about stuff, you listen to that. You come to the Song Topsy Report to be entertained. And if you're not being entertained because we're just reminding you of horrible, horrible people and the victims who are trying to seek justice, it's not a fun show. It's also not a question of self-righteousness as it is a question of we know we are not going to be responsible with this material. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> Which is why we weren't so We decided to do it all in one go. We're like, hey. Yes, so we're going to go through a few artists who, same thing, that people have kind of suggested we do, and for one reason or another, we, for similar reasons, we can't really talk. Do we have about. to start every joke with, and this is the joke I would have said. <laughs> Like, well, no, okay, we just Mike, don't make Mike, them. We just no, don't make them. No, Steve, we're only human. Mike, you get one of those. What? I feel like I already used it up. No, no, no. <laughs> starting now, we each get one of those. Yeah, those are some great arbitrary rules you put you put on this episode, straight white man, Nick Brigadier. This is... Everybody gets one. Everybody gets one. Okay. But so it seems uh, appropriate to start with Blood on the Dance Floor uh, because they're, they, they were who inspired this. So... This this story is unfortunately, uh, especially in the Me Too era, oh. tragically familiar. It is someone who's been for years now. Um, this guy uh, Davy, spelled in the stupidest way possible, D A H V I E, Davy Vanity. Um, although I believe with an A H, it would have to be Da. Davy. Davy. Yeah. Maybe it was Da Davy. Dovey loves Harry Potter. Yeah, that's where I went to. Dovey was not convicted in a court of his peers. But his real name is... Oh, oh man, I did my one already. Yep, there's your one. <laughs> what can I... What can we... Can we God, that just, was five minutes. Are uh, we, we going to make fun of the artist or just the music? Like, I'm trying to figure out what I can even say at this point. Because this is... This man... We're all terrified, ladies a, and gentlemen. We're terrified of this episode. It's a monster. And I want to tear this monster down. You know what I mean? Well, I can tell you some more facts about this guy that will... (laughs) Listeners, I would say look up photos of blood on the dance floor, but don't check them out on Spotify because guess what? You can't anymore. Spotify pulled their whole discography after these allegations came out. So it's very tough to find their music They haven't even pulled R. Kelly shit. You you know you gotta be bad. Oh, we'll get to R. Kelly later. Um, Why? What happened to R. Kelly? There's but something no, wrong with R. Kelly. I'm, I'm, I've been out of it. But no, da, Davi, I guess we'll call him now. Davi the house help. Davi <laughs> Vanity, whose real, whose real name is Jesus David Torres, um, has been accused uh, of for the years uh, between 2006 and 2015 of basically just taking advantage of underage girls who are basically Blood and the Dance Floor's primary fan base. Um, just taking them backstage and just... I'm not even going to go into the details because you... you Ladies, any any young prepubescent ladies listening, don't yes, our go primary backstage de- our primary at the warp tour when well, the warp tour is done. But just protect yourselves. Stay in the group. Stay in your large cat group. Don't let any of these crazy, you know, what mid twenty. Stay in your large what group? What, are they, what do you call like a large group of a? Uh, that's a cat. I you think. did say <laughs> a large cat group. Okay, Mike, that might count as your one. Oh, shit. I didn't mean it in a bad way. What, what do you call like a, what a, a what group call, of women? What do you call a large group of women? Oh, women. Uh, yeah, what typically. Know, what do you a gaggle? <laughs> a murder of ladies? Is that what that is? You keep your murder of ladies safe. Ugh. But, Mike, these were some of them were as young as 14. Like... Yeah, if, Mike. If, you, if if I'm just saying, if, if you're if you're a young impressionable fan, and the artist you love invites you backstage, or sometimes don't go. That's well, all I'm or saying. Or sometimes takes takes you to their van, their merch Ugh. van, or takes you. But to give a God, little bit, one, one time when I was dating somebody, they went into the van with the with the band, and I was like, she's totally cheating on me in there. I'm pretty sure she did. <laughs> oh. Way to turn this into a thing about you, Mike. What? 
what? The real victim in the story. The real victim. The real victim. Mike Russell. But no, to give a little bit more information, uh, so Jesus Torres, uh, and this is how the article describes him, dressed in clothing with vampiric makeup and his signature flamboyant wigs. Oh, I want to kick him in the nards. Relies heavily on auto-tune and writes songs that pander to the adolescent mindset. Sex is cool. Parents suck. My fans are my family. Go, I want to stake him. Oh. I want to stake him. So he, oh, I don't even, I like this, ugh. Oh, but it, 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 they go on. Blood on the Dance Floor's darker themes, including school shootings, revenge porn, and killing women, reflect a deeply troubled teenage boy's idea of transgressiveness. Lyrics are graphic and artlessly sexual, such as, quote, I'll fuck you in the face and leave a nice taste, Torres sings on I Heart Hello Kitty. You know what I hate? I think the biggest bullshit a person can do is revenge porn. You should be thankful someone wanted to make a fun sex video with you and the idea that you will post it all over the internet because you get all butthurt because they might break up with you i think is is so classless it's pretty fucked yeah you know you're right mike revenge porn is a bad thing it's bad it's brave brave stance very brave stance to make. i just no but you're right it's fucked man well, no. So these allegations have been floating around. Um, a uh, there there was another band, um, uh, New Year's Day. They're called. They had been touring with Blood on the Dance Floor like in 2012, and they quit the tour because they witnessed this going on and talked about it and told everyone. And they got accused of, oh, you're just trying to tear them down. You're just jealous that they were the headliners. Basically said that they were lying that Jesus Torres was sexually assaulting his fans. And in fact, I don't even, like, I I wanted to play as little of these artists as possible because I don't even want to promote them in any way. But the, well, the one thing I have to play is Blood on the Dance Floor did a song called Crucified in which they talk about how crucified they are over these allegations that he is a rapist. And if you thought that the fact that his name is Jesus ties to the fact that Jesus Christ got crucified, if you thought that that was too ham-fisted and heavy-handed, then you don't know Blood on the Dance Floor. Almost pushed me in a suicide Call me a rapist, here's the truth, can you take it? Or will you keep believing what these haters keep on saying? Uh. I've never been convicted but the media's twice They're trying to pay me as a criminal I guess they're just a dick Alright, oh, this fucking Ah, uh, the culture of grievance You know, I love how Oh, you said I did something bad that I did Oh, you're pushing me into Like, just immediately just tries to become a victim himself Yes, within the first verse, he has made himself the victim. Not only the victim, he's made himself Jesus fucking Christ getting crucified. God, I've never heard of like a suicidal God complex. That's <laughs> that's actually kind of the foundation of Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Nick! I don't want to get theological with this, but he says he's just like Jesus Christ. Jesus but you know what Jesus Christ didn't himself? do? He- more, more, more importantly, <laughs> Jesus Christ didn't sexually assault 20 girls. That's the one core way he is different from Jesus Christ. Yes, his name is Jesus. If I could pick one thing. That's the main (laughs) difference. But yes, so he... They sound like like evil Imagine Dragons. Evil Imagine Dragons. Well, I can play another song where you will not necessarily think that. Um, Uh, No, that's okay. But so, finally, these allegations are coming coming to light. And, like, you know, their songs... And this was, I think, just like two or three weeks ago that their songs got pulled down. So... The road to justice has been long, and he still hasn't been convicted of anything. But there's just so many women who have come forward who all have very similar stories, some of whom have actually given their names publicly, which is... Wow. Which, why would you do that if you were making that up? Exactly. Why, why would, you... would you purposefully ruin your life like that? It's, man, ah, oh, it sucks, dude. It sucks for... It's like you're, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, you know? These poor women. These poor girls. They're just girls. But now here's the thing. Blood on the Dance Floor is exactly the kind of Vans Warped Tour-esque kind of terrible band we could have discussed on this podcast. But once again, if we were to talk about it, like, there's no way we could bring up the band without mentioning all these horrifying allegations. And there's there's just nothing, there's nothing enjoyable to be extracted. The song that Elijah uh, wanted us to cover is called Sexting. Uh, which 
I will. He, he's really paying for those texts. He is. Then that's your one. That might oh, be your okay. second, Mike. Oh, delete that one. Here, Mike. Okay. No, Mike. I'll give you the. I'll give. I'll let you borrow mine. The one that I would have used. You could get that one. Oh, so Nick gets off scot clean for the whole episode then. But here's a little bit of sexting, just so you can get an idea of what an average "Blood on the Dance Floor" song sounds like. Nick, stop, you're hurting Mike. Stop, stop it, stop it. Nick, you're hurting him. Nick, Nick, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with me? What is wrong with you, Nick? Why are we... How can you all... You can't preface. You can't preface with all that shit and throw that song on. What? You're like, all right, uh, all right, listener. So uh, we're going to bring you in and talk about some of these uh, really horrible allegations and why we can't talk. We're going to talk about, about problematic musicians. Now, here's a hilarious fucking song that one of these assholes did. We're not going to talk about it, though. But don't you understand? This is supposed to be a comedy podcast, and it's so sad, and now it's horrifying. Like, uh, like I want, I'm gagging. I'm <laughs> Wow, Mike. Like, this is a predator. Yes. Who is demand who has who has probably gotten many underage girls to send him nudes. Yes. It is disgusting. It absolutely is disgusting. Where? <laughs> what are we supposed to do with this? What? Nothing. I think that's the point. Mike, this you know, is this our serious episode? Is this where we break it down? This is our very special episode. Yes, yeah, a very special episode of the Song Tops Report. We've been you know, failing sub- at the very Subconsciously, this might just be an effort for me to vent my frustrations over the fact that we can't talk about this. But once again, it's small potatoes compared to the actual real victims in this story. Oh, my God. But this is the fucking asshole. This is the kind of music that this asshole has been making. Can we make fun of the racists now, please? You want to move on to the racists? Yeah. Well, we can switch it up because we have racists and sex offenders. Oh, it's kind good, of like yeah. Nice 50-50. God, who agreed to this? <laughs> you showed I, up. I am sick. I am sick to my stomach now. You could listen to like 15 seconds of that song. Why didn't we play the song first and then talk about it? You know what I mean? Like We just set up this whole thing and then just blared this into my ears like... Because before this episode, yeah, this is Mike. Ja- it's just a jab at me because I was like, when the R. Kelly shit happened and the document, I'm sorry that I try to be on the tip of what's happening. You know what I mean? Like, but maybe you're right, Nick. Yeah, yeah, Mike. <laughs> it's all about you. We're doing this to spite you. Well, you know what? We we can't. I w- we won't dwell in blood on the dance floor anymore because Mike, Mike, Mike is seriously <laughs> It's <upset>. gross. Says <laughs> so gross, everyone. Uh, but if we want to shake it up, uh, Steve, we can move on to white nationalists now. Oh, finally. <laughs> finally, someone I don't... Someone I could just I could just mock relentlessly without any sort of weird hang-up. Well, now, here's the thing. This was... Uh, the next artist we're going to talk about, uh, I had on, on, like, the list of songs we could do from way, way back, like, when we were first starting the podcast. Uh, there's an artist whose name uh, was, because thankfully this old piece of shit is dead, uh, Johnny Rebel, he went by. Oh, I see no problems. <laughs> and Johnny, we- Johnny Rebel was an American white supremacist singer, songwriter, and musician. Um, is that was- a genre? Uh, apparently. <laughs> genre? Are you, what, what kind of singing do you do? White supremacist. White supremacist. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yes, he uh, he performed f- throughout his life uh, from the 60s through the 70s. His last album came out, I think, like in 2004. Uh, and he his last di- album came out 2007 because he died in 2008 because he'd rather not live in a world where a black guy could be president. He died in 2016, actually. He died fairly recently. Oh, wait. Right? He, oh, he left the party too <laughs> soon then. I know, I know. Oh, my God. If he just hung out a little bit yeah. longer. It would be his world This right would now. be his, this is his day. Jesus Christ. Now here's the thing. I am incredibly trepidatious about playing any of Johnny Rebel's music on this podcast because there's one word in particular he uses a lot. 
He no, he does. Yankee. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Almost every single song he does has that word in the title. We should probably not play any of it then. Yeah. Let's just let's just talk about his existence and then mock him relentlessly and then move on. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, now here's the thing. I thought that this would be, back in the early days of the Song Topsy Report, a perfect song to ridicule because we could have a clean conscience about this guy being a total asshole and just making fun of the music because it's absolutely ridiculous. However, given the recent turn in the political and social climate in this country and also throughout most of the world, I realized two things. A, um, just playing this music, even if you're making fun of it, is still giving a mouthpiece to something that more and more people are feeling okay to be vocal about. And B, and you guys might find this hard to believe, but I do also have a vested concern in covering our own ass. Three white guys playing blatantly racist music, even if we are disavowing it, people might not get that. Ooh, they might get the wrong idea. They might not get that we're making fun of it initially. I don't, I don't understand. Ah, the they're pro- laughing <laughs> with the white supremacists. They're laughing with them. Yes. Yeah. I don't get and, it. What's wrong? And I and I hate that we can't play it because of that. You, I would love you, to. You be, hate it almost as much as he, as he hates. Hang on, I, I'm no. gonna I'm gonna pull up the song title. Oh no, I stopped him on the last one. This is all you, Steve. <laughs> uh, there's the top track right there. Oh my God! The no. Full, the, the full title is "Ship Those People Back to Africa." Uh, people hating me. I feel like we'd have to pull up the Takashi Six Nine shortlist. Yeah. Buddy, colleague, all, all, all the various uh, oh words. Oh my God, dude! Is he on Spotify? <laughs> no. Shockingly <laughs> enough, you can't listen to Johnny Rebel on Spotify. Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you know Spotify. All right, Spotify. You gotta go to Eight Chan for that. You know. <laughs> The one thing I will say that was inspiring when I was researching Johnny Rebel is there's a YouTuber whose name is uh, NAACP Superfan, and he is a black guy, and what he did was he played one of these songs that lip-synced along to it, and he did it to the song N-Word Hatin' Me, and it's actually pretty brilliant because he's got, like, oh, God. Here's the thing. This is inspirational because it is it is a black man who is taking the power away from this racist asshole and making fun of it. But you, the listener, will still just be hearing the racist audio. And I, I, do you feel like this is some sort of loophole for you to play? This no, song? I don't think I should play it. But I, a part of me wants He's to encourage. Play it. That's right. That's right, audience. Nick's the bad guy this time. Don't worry, everyone. There's a black guy in the video, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I was going to say is I would encourage listeners to at least give this guy the YouTube monetization he deserves because this video has been viewed like 7 million times. Oh, uh, all right, Nick. Yeah, what's his name? What's his... Uh... It's NAACP Superfan. Just <laughs> type in hating me. Don't type in the full yeah. the full phrase. Uh, oh, God. Okay. Let's... Uh... Well, what are we Let's gonna, hear a little bit. Is that what you... Play, play, why not, Nick? No, wait, no, no, no. <laughs> we shouldn't give it a platform. All right, that's what Steve... Who's, who's next on... So Who's next on our cavalcade of musicians we aren't making fun of, but we're kind of making fun of, but not really making fun of? We're... God, what it, what is... Is it an explanation of why certain people are left out? Is that kind of what this... It's a, exactly, because listeners suggest certain artists... Like, you know, like Elijah, like Blood on the Dance Floor, perfectly good suggestion, but we can't necessarily cover. And another artist that was frequently suggested was R. Kelly. Ah, R. Kelly. Because once again, as as Mike noted. Yeah, by um, frequently suggested by Mike. <laughs> no, but <laughs> like. Desperate went, to talk about he, R. Kelly. He went from stuck in the closet to stuck in a jail cell. Like, Not yet. He is a oh, free man currently. Free. Shit. Shit. Actually, wait. No, I don't know if he could pay his bail, actually, because he's like out of money. <laughs> I'm fighting for my life. I'm fighting for my fucking life. <laughs> so more so than any other artist we're discussing today, I feel like R. Kelly needs the least introduction. You all know R. Kelly. He's got the sultriest voice and the catchiest songs, but he's also a fucking monster and possible sex cult leader, apparently. Moving on. And he, and he, uh, did he do... Uh, not to gross out anybody listening. I'm just No. Trying. Did he piss on the crowd during his show? 
Was that what he I did with the golden shower? I don't believe it was during a oh, show. Oh, it was backstage. I think it was, yes, that he had urinated on underage girls. Something told me. I, I for some when I first heard about it, I thought he just whipped it out on stage and pissed on the crowd. And I wonder, guys, I he's, wonder. He's not Black Sabbath. <laughs> when, when, if you randomly piss. I, go on. I knew this is the direction that would go. I knew the minute we talked yeah. about R. Kelly. Well, the, the direction it goes depends on where the wind's blowing, Steve. That's <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. You were going to make an actual point, and I, then you uh, veered. I, the, the point is a miss, because if you, if you piss into a crowd and you hit all overage people, how, well, you get in less trouble. Is that how it works? Is it like how, you have to have very careful aim? Uh, uh, oh, they're on the fence. Uh. <laughs> they're on the fence. But Mike, do you want to hear more horrible allegations? Wait, you know what? No, uh, yes, please. Let's go yes. over allegations instead of me trying to think of ways that. Our- yeah, y- yeah. <laughs> hey guys, didn't R. Kelly? Didn't R. Kelly shoot that buffalo and then wear its skull as a helmet? So did, the f- did he do that? No. Oh, okay. That we know of, but yeah. you know at this rate, who knows? Uh, R. Kelly's. Hey uh, guys, doesn't R. Kelly eat bald eagle eggs out of the nest? Uh, so R. Kelly's uh, lengthy list of allegations start back in 1994 when he apparently secretly married Aaliyah in Chicago when he was 27 and she was 15. How do you? Who signed that document? Apparently, and this has come out much more recently with the uh, you know surviving R. Kelly documentary and stuff. Um, you know, he produced her first album, uh, and then apparently was very very close. He only said they were very 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 close friends, but apparently they were technically married somehow secretly when she was fifteen. But after she died, it just kind of got swept under the rug. Oh, she's dead. Yeah. You uh, didn't know. What do you, th- what do you think of the songs out here, Port, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> We're three complete experts on the musicals, on the genre of music. Oh, where do you don't think put Aaliyah, that in the show. Don't put that in the show. Where do you think Aaliyah has been since 2001? Oh, God. No, she died in that horrible plane accident. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. You know, the planes take them all out. I find, I feel like we talk about plane accidents in like one every four episodes. Maybe well, I mean, what? Leonard Skinner, The Day Music Died. Ali- yeah, actually, planes are not very good to musicians. I'll tell you. If I Depends become- on the kind of plane. We're typically, talk- we're typically talking about, like, Cessnas and, like, it's like the planes that the band themselves are flying. My friend's a pilot, but if I become a musician, I can't ride in this plane. That's true. That's Don't let me do true. it. Don't let me do it. Yeah, that's how that works. Yeah. <laughs> It's a small plane. <laughs> but regardless, uh, after she died, kind of that just got swept under the rug. Oh. And then between 1996 and 2001, he was sued by multiple people for th- things ranging from emotional distress in a relationship to uh, in to uh, s- a sexual relationship with a 17-year-old he apparently was in while he was like 30, 31. Let's skip ahead to 2004, where he was um, <laughs> accused of 12 counts of creating child pornography in 2002. Oh. And the child pornography he created was him that he filmed having sex with underage girls. Come on now, Nick. You set Mike up. <laughs> That's gross. I man. did not mean to set him up. He just happened to walk into that. Uh, However, he was acquitted of all those charges in 2008. Whoa. Of making all this child porn? He was acquitted. Because don't you remember where that was a thing where like R. Kelly piss tapes was like a like a comedy punchline for a while? Yeah, Dave Chappelle, it, Dave Chappelle did the only one yes. that really worked. Yes. None of the above, I'm gonna piss on you. Yes, yes, he did that. He's a genius. But in the meantime, R. Kelly continued to perform and make music. He made Trapped in the Closet while this was happening. And I'm not gonna lie, Trapped in the Closet, I thought we could do like a three-part song topsy oh. on, just covering it. Because it's perfect. It's a stupid, melodramatic hip-hop, I think is what he called it, that we could have had a ball with. But now... Because, I mean, even... even w- just... <laughs> Uh-oh, are you going to do number three? Well, you know, it sucks. Because, like, you know, you said, oh, having a ball with because it's fun. Oh, it'd be a, you know, <laughs> what's it called when you're, you're like a pisser? You know, like, oh, it's... <laughs> It's a, it's a fr- I've never seen Steve look more confused <laughs> and alarmed. Stop looking at me like I know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, Steve, like when you're a pisser and balls, etc. <laughs> it's like a UK phrase for uh, laughing. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> you know, in Australia, when you're pissed, you're drunk. Yes, I know. 
just don't hear pissed though. You know, pissed. Oh, you get pissed last night. You know, the only time you hear it is R. Kelly pissed on those underage. T- <laughs> you gave him yours. You didn't. You uh, don't have one. Oh god. Oh, this is this is a fucking. Well, I don't think we should release this one. <laughs> Bonus content. <laughs> this is Patreon. for Patreon, I think. Oh, uh, what do we have in here? We have bad, poorly timed piss jokes. We got the we got the fucking disgusting son sexed me at the at poorly the poorly timed piss jokes. Uh, speak for yourself. <laughs> that was perfect timing. Oh, uh, you weren't holding that one in, <laughs> guys. I have to leave the show. Wait, wait, Mike, you're, we're, we're having fun. Let me bring you down again. Hang on. So those are the allegations just up until 2008, which are bad enough. But as I'm sure everyone knows, it has been the past year or two when R. Kelly has really come uh, back into the limelight because another woman, Kitty Jones, claimed that uh, R. Kelly, and this is where the sex cult start comes, sex cult part comes into play, uh, Kitty Jones claimed that the star starved her, coerced her into sexual encounters with other women, and physically abused her. Kitty, along with other members of R. Kelly's inner circle, spoke to BBC. Uh, one former friend and collaborator, uh, Lovell Jones, said that Kelly asked him to scout out women, quote, that looked young at parties, and claimed that it was common knowledge that the singer preferred young girls. Ooh, dude, there is such a problem in the music industry and in Hollywood with all these... People in fat. It's like Rome. It's like modern day Rome, and it's fucked. Just depravity. No, and- like every every religious leader's fucking kids. All these being the highest and mightiest of Hollywood are fucking kids. All these people in the top of the music industry. Fuck. I feel like every billionaire is fucking kids, and it's fucked. I don't get it. I don't understand what the fuck is going on. He feels like that. <laughs> That's not what's happening. <laughs> But I don't know. Like, it happens know. a lot. I'm not a- saying absolute power corrupts absolutely. I'm not saying it's not happening. It happens I a lot. Mean, you I'm even, just... you're, there are stories about Bill Clinton flying out to fucking islands too. I mean, everybody. I mean, a conspiracy theory maybe, but like, it's fucked. It's. I mean, there, there's enough evidence that it maybe not universally across the board, but yes, if you've got a certain level of power and a, and no accountability and people and just you are surrounded by yes men who will just enable your worst impulses then yeah i can the people fucking kids are rich people like that's that's uh, indisputable like that's where i mean uh i mean yes that's that's <laughs> true it's not solely the wealthy i don't think a but lot of them the what? famous ones <laughs> yes <laughs> while all this was happening um r kelly continued to perform live but finally finally the multi-part documentary surviving r kelly seems to have kind of shut the lid on him. He is still on Spotify. He's no longer in any suggested playlists. Um, but he was on. He was supposed to go on tour in New Zealand and the United States. Uh, those are both canceled. Uh, as we stated earlier, he apparently is so out of money he can't afford bail. Uh, and he will be going to court. So, once again, it's so fucking overdue that it, he, he's, what, 51? He's been doing this his whole career. And it's only finally now that he's, quote, fighting for his fucking life. Ugh. But actually, Steve, if I recall, you wanted us to do a song, uh, what was it, Gotham that he did? Yeah, I did want to do Gotham. I just and wanted I... to talk about Batman. <laughs> exactly. That was just an excuse to talk about Batman, really. And that's what I told you, Steve. I'm like, we can't make lighthearted Batman jokes when he is accused of running a sex cult. Whatever Batman jokes we could make would be overshadowed by that. Well, then we didn't do it, now did we? We didn't. I gotta find another way to talk about Batman on this <laughs> show. I wish we was talking about Batman right now. You know, Batman. Yes, we need justice. Batman's a billionaire who wouldn't fuck kids. I, uh, you know, you're right. There's billionaires. He certainly collects them, though. <laughs> Wait, collects. You see what he made Robin wear in the original Batman? Oh, God. No! Is Batman fucking kids? No. <laughs> Asking the tough questions. Not what I said. I said he oh, just God, collects them. All the Teen Titans. No! <laughs> he just tends to collect at-risk youths and puts them in costumes and puts them in front of people with guns. Yes, like, well, what a perfectly and, normal thing to and do. And saves their lives. That's the that's that's Which, the justification he feels for himself. Like I'm allowed to I do mean, what I do because I saved their uh, Look, look, if you if, oh, we if, just destroyed Batman. Look, if we you just... if, if you minimize any part of Batman's mythos, it makes it sound terrible. Oh, what does Batman do? Oh, he's a rich guy who throws sharp metal at mental patients. <laughs> Oh, that's true. That's good. Like, if you minimize any part of his mythos, it makes him sound like you have to take Batman at 
like full you have to you have to aggrandize batman for it to not sound terrible you gotta see him from all his angles yeah you can't <laughs> yeah he collects black-haired blue-eyed children and then puts them in front of people with guns that shoot at them and then he throws sharp pieces of metal at mental patients <laughs> and then he uses all of his money to make cars in the shape of his favorite mammal and all these kids are in skin-tight leotards what the fuck man like <laughs> oh, I'm, lo- I'm, I'm loving seeing mike's epiphany in real time as he realizes this. But Steve, you mentioned uh, Blue Eyes, uh, which reminds me of another group that we can't talk about. Uh, do either and, of you gentlemen... And here we are. And here we are. Do either of you, have you, either of you gentlemen heard of Prussian Blue? No, but it, it sounds like uh, one of the many uh, shades of ceramic wear you can buy on QVC. Are they Aryan? Tell me they're Aryan. At least I can talk a, a, a little bit better about well, that. Well, let's play a little <laughs> bit of one of their uh, No, 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 no. <laughs> No, I'm worried. It's two young blonde girls, maybe like 12. Jesus. It is bad. understand what she was saying that little kitty voice but uh she mentioned that there would be a great war on a holy day and after the purging they would be free so prussian blue was an american white nationalist neo-nazi pop group duo formed in lynx von gade and lamb leningade uh fraternal twins born in 1992 in california in bakersfield of all places they're formed in early 2003 by their mother of course um, the twins referred to the Holocaust as a myth and promoted Holocaust denial, and the group was described as racist and white supremacist. Uh, also, their sound mixing is terrible. How, terrible sound mixing. How, All I hear is the acoustic guitar. How old are these children? They started performing when they were like nine or ten, and they performed until they were about 14. Are they stops? So here's the thing. They stopped. They say they don't buy into everything they do believe that their mom forced on them but they still seem a little wishy-washy about the holocaust well it's hard to deprogram yeah i mean yes. it's hard to deprogram small, yourself small especially. steps because essentially they need to turn their back on family they do which as easy as it sounds from an outside perspective i mean that's gotta be the that's that's gotta be one of the hardest I mean, things to do that's how that that's how white identity politics continues on Yes, it's to go. It, it's passed. It's passed down from, not father to son, but you know what I mean. From no, family, to parents, case, yeah. mom to fraternal children. Yeah, but these back in like the late two thousands, I remember like reading articles and like seeing like there was like a, a BBC documentary about them. Uh, it was just the concept that like the most horrible white supremacist rhetoric can come from the mouth of two seemingly innocent little girls. It's where it all starts, of man. Of course it's, it's where, where it starts it for everything. It's where it starts for terrorism. It's where it starts for just, like, for racism. It, it, it starts with the kids, man. Absolutely. You just, you get you get their little minds and you just fucking mold it into monsters. And it's, do and it. that's And that's kind of tragic. That's where gangs start. Gangs are all kids. Exactly. Uh, 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 I mean, over, I mean, can you imagine trying to be a soldier overseas and, like, killing kids that have guns, like, that seems awful. Like, you have to, like, desensitize yourself to, like, children. And I think that, man, it's awful. Exactly. Like I said, this is tragic. And tragic doesn't really go well with comedy music podcasts. Hence why, even though it occurred to me that, as you said, Steve, sound mixing is terrible. <laughs> oh, you tried. I you tried, tried so hard. Oh, guys, I just... Oh. <laughs> I feel oh, that my stomach's upset now. <laughs> I tried so hard. To, Mike, stop touching me. Oh. I tried so hard <laughs> to, do yes. a, to do a fun joke thing. Oh, and I just died. Uh, oh, and then I was going to... I, John Horatio Smith, <laughs> unrelated to the guy who's usually on the show. Yes. 
And then uh, I was going to like go through the comments and be like, oh, because this song is called Victory Day. Uh, I was going to go through the comments and be like, oh my God, you know, people must be talking about how bad this song is. Let, let's, innocent dumb fucking me, thought, let's go through the comments of this white nationalist <laughs> oh, no. music video oh, no. and see what people think. And uh, the top comment was, because you know how I mentioned kind of where they are now, yeah. like they kind of moved by it. A uh, top comment uh, by Dave Copeland, all in caps, is awesome. But they are race traitors now. Frowny face. Oh my god. They are race traitors. Race traitors. Frowny face emoji. You know, if only all racism could just be frowny faces. Like, no, that uh, would be terrible. That's 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 minimizing the No no no. I mean like instead of people killing each other, they just put out frowny faces. Or there just wasn't any racism at all. Well, I, I, that's not going to happen overnight. I'm just progressively going from murder to frowny faces to no racism. I think that's like... I think that's a logical A to B to C, <laughs> right? I don't You like... had five. You had what? five this episode. Oh, guys, yeah, I had one or two. I'm you had to, five. I'm trying to Steve plug in solid. some little, just nice little things. Just like... But oh, There's no good way to look at it. Uh, oh, but just... yeah, so overall... I'm feeling that. Is this uh, our save humanity episode? Is this what it is? Is this like just trying to inst- just pump in some like, oh, hey, to all uh, to all our racist listeners out there, hey, it doesn't. Hopefully, have to- there's <laughs> not that many, Mike. Oh, well, I mean, come on, there's there's got to be some. Uh, bottom line, in the current climate, I don't want to give any mouthpiece, even if it's us ridiculing it, any mouthpiece to white nationalism until that's kind of cooled off. And I think it will. I think we're just in, we have like a rash of race. We have a racist rash. And you know, we gotta, we gotta prescribe it and wait for it to go down. It's, and it's not, I don't, I don't want to give any. Yeah, it never really goes away. Yeah, but it's a condition, it's it's a condition America's always had, but it's been recessive at times. I'm gonna tell you guys, there's one way to fix it. (laughs) Is it kill whitey? No. Oh, okay. Is it we yeah. all got to start mixing? Fucking. Fucking. <laughs> fucking fixes everything, man. I'm telling you what, if everyone just mixes it up, we'll all just be a nice big old mixed pot. You know, here. one of the most inspirational quotes from Lemmy, uh, who frontman of uh, Motorhead, uh, he 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 got in uh, he got a letter from a listener who was black and he likes heavy metal and he said he was ostracized by his friends and like recommended to like asking Lemmy what he should do. And uh, Lemmy's response was like, fuck them, do what you want. But he mentioned the greater problem with race is he said, we just all got to start fucking. We all got to be, he said, we all got to be coffee colored. It's, oh, I like him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but it's so, it's so true. Imagine, imagine like if you had a little bit of everything in you, like sure. Te- technically speaking, after a while, we'd all just be gray. I'll take that even not oh my god is that what is that when we become aliens you know what i mean yes the gray the the gray aliens are the future humanity return to the present that's what it is we've cracked the case oh our heads get so big well yeah all of our brain power and where's the boobs ah mike once again tough questions uh so but you know that that's a great that's a great little proverbial flag we can plant later when we are all gray is when we can talk we can make fun of white national music but oh, guys, those so were, had, that's a long <laughs> The Sontopsy Report, episode 10,000. <laughs> we'll just be brains in jars with mouth. Welcome attached. to the Sontopsy <laughs> Report. Beep, boop, beep. Uh, I am Brain and Jar Alpha. <laughs> I am Brain and Joy Beta. <laughs> and I am super fun time, excited, braided, uh, <laughs> brain. Shit, I messed it up. <laughs> and I wow, am super some, excited, some brain, fun time, brain. <laughs> brain Zeta. <laughs> Brain Zeta got kicked around Brain a little Zeta. bit. Brain oh. Zeta's not the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> nice callback. Man. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but guys, th- those it won't were... be a problem when I don't have a tongue anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Valid. Those are kind of the main artists that I had in mind in terms of the ones we can't discuss. I don't know if you wanted to bring up the Westboro Baptist Church. I'm still kind of on the fence as to whether oh, we ever do an episode on them. We're going to get them. They got some great music videos, folks, that are oh, awful. I mean, let, let me just... Yeah, there's... um. There's one, uh, I don't know if it's just called Fuck the Irish or They're All Gonna Die. And then there's, Wait, what uh, are they? I, thought they, I thought it was the oh, gays they hated. Oh, they, they, hate, the they hate everyone. Let me tell you, the Westboro Baptist Church is the most, mm, I hate them, but I think they're just the, like, the, they're trolling. They're trolling the world. And they're like, we hate everybody, unless you're Westboro Baptist Church people. But if you're anybody else, fuck you. And they got us out with a Christmas song, like Santa Claus is taking you to hell. That's probably, <laughs> like, we'll say stay that for tuned. a holiday. Yeah, yeah, stay tuned for next December. Yes. But uh, yeah, they're they're pretty shitty. 
But essentially, there's yes. There's so many shitty, and you know, there's people shitty just to be shitty sometimes, I think. Yes, yes. That's many people. Like, yeah, I'm bored. I'm going to be shitty. I'm bored. I think I'm going to be shitty for a while. See how, how many people I can be shitty at. See if that that raises the old hackles. Oh, imagine when you feel so powerless, right? You have no influence. You can't really do anything in the world. You're like, oh, I'll just piss everybody off. And then all of a sudden, all sorts of shit starts happening. all of a sudden, you're the president of the United States of America. Well, on that inspirational note, jeez, uh, oh, what a sad. Well, thanks for a... listening to our episode where we tried to not talk about things, guys. This episode is our kidney stone episode. We were just passing it so that we will... no, no. I wanted to lay the groundwork for what the kind of stuff that we can and can't discuss because you know what? In hindsight, there's maybe some episodes and some things that we wouldn't have done in the past. That there is something tough. About today's topics. Like, we took on... Everything we've, so we've taken on other topics before that I was nervous about. And we were... I think we may have... Did we make it through unscathed? I don't know. What are our numbers like? <laughs> <laughs> Better than ever. But oh, this right. this one... Oh, be more controversial then is what I'm being told. I don't know if there's a direct correlation, but... I don't know. I just couldn't do it. Today was... Oh, I guess I did five times, but... <laughs> <laughs> but that, that that's like a thousand percent reduced from what you typically do. But... But you're right. Like I, I, I just want because, like I said, like for Elijah and for the listeners who like suggested R. Kelly, like good suggestions. Like there's definitely material there. But once again, it's just always going to be overshadowed by the terrible thing that they did. We can't whatever humor we could try to make bring out of it, ring out of it, like just squeeze dry, is just going to be overshadowed by the fact that oh yes, they're a rapist or they're a white nationalist encouraging... And not only would it be overshadowed, it would not reflect well on us for making them. So like really, the, like I, all the jokes we tried uh, to make this A episode. universal lose-lose situation. Yeah. So this stop. episode is just proof that that's what it would look like. If you went through this whole episode grimacing at everything we said, this is why we did this episode. Exactly. We are not responsible enough to handle this material. Ah, oh, I just, I feel sick. <laughs> but yeah, so maybe... Oh, I'm going to church. Yes. Going to ch- Give us some holy water. Singing today, uh, our uh, fucking performer at this church is Prussian Blue. See? It's not funny. Exactly. They're the one, they're the one group I have maybe a mod... Because they're a, kids. Well, I have an ounce of sympathy for them because obviously their racist beliefs were instilled on them by their... Fucking mom, April Gade. That's it, not their fault necessarily. They're, she kind of fucked them. The rapist is tough. You can't. I mean, you can't. That's just not funny. No, there's nothing funny about it. <laughs> not that racism's funny. Why did you have a quizzical look on your uh, face right now? <laughs> not that racism's funny. Is it? <laughs> Question mark. So, no, but you can make fun of racists really easy. And as long as they haven't hurt anybody, I mean, they're hurting people. Ugh, right. They're exactly. Yeah. Ah, ah, yes. ah, I hate it. I hate it all. I hate yeah. Elijah, <laughs> that's the reason why we can't make fun of this song. All my LCD, so you can get down on me. Cybering is so 1999. You gotta be actually active if you wanna be mine. Stop it! No, 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 Jesus Christ! Hey, his name is Jesus. L- look, listeners, I want you to know, both in this instance and the time before when this happened, Nick did not press stop. It only stopped because I was next to the keyboard and pressed stop. Thank God there's one humanitarian in this freaking place. Now, Nick, you fucking make sure you cut out all the terrible shit Mike and I said this episode. Make sure you look like the dish, the, the dish wad. Is, I don't know what the that dish was. Wad. I was gonna say, I was gonna say dipshit. Like, uh, then it that's changed. That's a bougie dishwasher where Steve lives. Uh, in fucking you fucking dish wad. Whoa, what is whoa, that? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Words, hey words. man. <laughs> but yes, that is it for this episode of B Sides, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, you can follow us on. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can also check out Depper Devil Productions to see all the cool stuff that's coming there. Uh, and check out Dairies of Our Lives, uh, the web series. Yes, Mike, I'm going to promote Dairies on this episode especially. Fuck Dairies you, of our Nick. Lives. It's, <laughs> it's great. It's great, clean, just fun humor that you can just feel good about laughing. It is. It's, it's very fun funny. and dumb. It's, it's fun, fun and it's dumb. It's funny. It's <laughs> dumb. It's great. It's great. It'd be a great palate cleanser for this episode. You need check a palate right cleanser. After. Yeah. Uh, and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Brigadier and uh, Mr. Mike Russell. You can find me at mrmikerussell.com. That's... 
MrMR.dot at Instagram. Uh, DapperDellaProductions.com and you know like Nick said please just watch Darius I'm gonna watch it after this I, I I feel sick you should feel sick there's a lot of sick shit out there well let me well, we're gonna cover some funny shit next week oh man oh you know what but uh, why don't you also you know leave a review <laughs> <laughs> five stars you're giving the listeners mixed messages I like, know oh god man we're a bunch of sick fucks <laughs> anyway give us a five star review Take a listen to all of our Back Matter episodes. Send us, send us in. Uh, you can send us in suggestions. That send us a fun <laughs> picture of something nice. A fun, a, a, a cat, a dog, a person doing something. I just saw, kind. I just saw a video of a cat who um, raised three little ducklings as her own. Oh. Send us a video like that. That would be nice. Or, you know, maybe a song suggestion that isn't a racist or a rapist. Just like a nice, shitty person fun bad a music. fun that's shitty. what we're about we want, like I said, fun, we want this to be a fun entertaining podcast that maybe gives you a little education we don't want it to be us soldiering solemnly through the sordid details of the criminal life of a musician i would sooner punch down on a high school band than punch because we've done that <laughs> <laughs> yeah we have then punch i don't even know where you're punching when you're trying desperately to take some like Oh, uh, you're just flailing up? Are you not even up? Yeah, we don't want to... F- yeah. It's flailing. You're punch Flail- down and then flail up. Flailing up. The Steve Trollinger story. S- I mean, my name is John Horatio Smith. Yes, John Horatio Smith. Where can we find you? You may find me at johnhoratiosmith.com. That's right. John Horatio Smith has a website. <laughs> I'm going I'm to check that out and see where it takes me. <laughs> I would laugh if his website actually exists. Yeah. Uh, and uh, for... Steve's been planning this this whole time. He made a John Horatio Smith <laughs> website and not a Steve Trollinger. He's got a bio, a couple videos, and, a whole uh, demo reel. For like... when he comes back on the show on a regular episode, check out Steve Trollinger at... Uh, your man Trollo at uh, uh, Twitter and Instagram and on the Dapper Devil website. But not me, because I was John Horatio Smith. John, it's been such a pleasure getting to know you. It has been. This, I'm uh, so happy I'll never see either of you ever again. Exactly. I bet Steve's thrilled he wasn't on this episode. Uh, guys, thank you so much for joining us this week. I am Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I cannot stress enough that I am John Horatio Smith. And we will see you next week with Steve this time. Uh, Take care. It's a Dapper Devil production, see?